Hey, and g'day, welcome back, and thanks for taking some time out of your day to give me a listen. I'm your host, Darren, and this is Season 2, Episode number 14 of My Guest List Pod, and today it's another of the interview shows. If you're new to the show, this is how it works. Each episode, I invite a guest creator onto the show, and we count down a top 10 list in a topic of their choosing. Along the way, we take breaks and ask them questions to delve a little deeper into their world and get to know them and their work a little better. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at My Guest List Pod pretty much everywhere you look. Today's guest is a young man from Detroit who is very talented. He's a musician, he's an actor, and he's a vlogger with a a very interesting YouTube series. So we discussed that in the show, so you'll learn about that as we go along. But uh, we did this episode, or we did this interview back in July, but unfortunately I haven't had a chance to put it all together until now, so Amari has been very patient with me, so which is great, and I did promise him that I'll do my best to get it out this week, and if you're listening to this now, then I've kept good on that promise. Anyway, without further ado, sit back and relax as we delve into the world of Imari Reynolds. I'm in the sky as a dragonfly that's breezing by. Yep. Detroit-born Imari Reynolds is probably what you would best describe as a renaissance man, a talented individual who effortlessly excels at anything he turns his hand to and does it all while flashing a broad, charismatic smile. Imari is a musician, model, and YouTube vlogger, but he is probably best known for his acting and his role in the film Old Bryce, Loyal, and Scarlet. More recently, though, he has made appearances on feature films such as A Parent's Worst Nightmare and is a series regular on Peace Be Steel. With 30-plus acting credits, Imari is paying his dues and is a star on the rise. I'm eager to know more about his life and his work. As such, with no further ado, today it is my pleasure to welcome Imari Reynolds onto my personal guest list and onto my guest list pod. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here today. No, it's uh, it's a pleasure uh, to have you on, Imari. We've uh, spoken a lot in uh, preparation for this interview, and uh, I've done a lot of uh, background Checking on all your work, and it's a it's it's a broad swathe of work uh, in a lot of different areas. So, uh, you know, when I said you're a talented individual, it's you know it was no lie, and it's great to have you on. You are my first non-podcast related guest that I will put out as a, a bonus episode. So I'm really happy about that as well because you know you're such an interesting individual. So uh to have that as my first bonus episode that's not a podcast. So I think that's uh that's really great for me. So thank you very much for taking time out of your day to do that. Well let me just say like for the, me to be the bonus, you know how to show some hospitality. Cause I don't even know why I'm smiling so hard right now. Thank <laughs> you for that warm, warm intro. It's amazing. Um, and for you to change the dynamic of your show, uh, just for me, that really means a lot to me. And that tells a lot about your character, man. So let's have some fun, man. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yes, and definitely let's have some fun for sure. Look, why don't we start with 
who you are. Who is Amari Reynolds? What was your your life story? Not not everything obviously. You can give me the elevator elevator pitch if you like. Uh, just but where you're from? Uh, what was your upbringing like? Okay, so I'm um I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. I've been there about 15. Actually, I want to say about 20 years of my life. I've been down there. Um, um, the city is uh the most interesting city that you can visit. Um, but it's also a place where, um, uh, from my experience, I grew up struggling, uh, with my family, uh, until they brought me out to the suburban area in Sterling Heights, Michigan. But outside of that, I was mostly into like music. I was into, um, video games at the time, different things. It was a lot of stuff I'd done, but I just, I still felt like there was something that wasn't complete in my life, you know, and uh, I ended up getting involved in church plays. And because I got involved in church plays, it then introduced me into the entertainment world and um, ended up leaving Detroit and coming out to Los Angeles to advance my career from here. That that was one of the things I was going to ask you. Actually, I I had noticed that you'd moved to LA, and uh, I was going to ask you. You thought that was vital to you advancing your career in in both the music and the acting. Now, um, when I say move to LA, I have to I have to break things down to where I start getting introduced to certain things. Um, I moved to LA after Detroit, um, and I started doing acting projects. Um, Around that time, I started having about 20-something credits uh, on my resume, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, then I ended up moving to South Carolina uh, due to family emergency. Uh, I've been out there, but still working in Atlanta, uh, working around, still building my credits up. And then over time, I moved back to L.A. Okay. Um, yeah. So then that's when I started getting introduced to like different avenues, especially when the pandemic happened, um, when everybody's forced to sit at home, you discover that you the best damn TikTok. I don't know if I can say that word. I'm sorry. That's fun. You that's discover cool. you the best TikToker. You discover you like to do YouTube. You discover um, you like to cook. Yep. And for me, I discovered I like to do music. I like to storytell and I like to blog my life. So. I do a little bit of everything. No, that's great. It, and and like I said, I, I did some background looking at all the work you do, and I really enjoyed the day in the life uh, of Amari Reynolds on YouTube. That's it, been really good because it gives people a little bit of an insight into, I guess, the the process of – uh, behind the scenes with movies and things like that, and uh, yeah. and they've, they've been they've been really cool and they've been re- very entertaining and they've been um, uh, comical as well. And uh, it's a it's a lot more work. There's a lot of getting up early and stuff like that. I guess so, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. And that's the that's the goal that I wanted to hit with um, my YouTube channel. It's like at first I was trying to do like everybody else, you know, when I seen people doing pranks and things like that, which is cool. It's funny. But for me, it's just like I didn't feel authentic. I feel like um, acting is really my passion. If anything else, acting is my passion. I, I'm, I feel like I want to show people that that reached out to me before in my DMs saying that uh, they're inspired by me. They 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 like what they see or some people don't have the slightest clue of how to get started with their career. And I want to set an example from my experiences. 
So I, I usually take advantage of the YouTube um, because I want to show the progression because I, I feel like in my heart that I am going to make it big one day. And Definitely. I want people to see the progression from where I started, you know, with the blue Impala where I was in a, uh, a tight or a stick, sticky situation with mm-hmm. a, a relationship or anything. And I beat the odds. And it's proof right there. Well, that's a great inspiring story. So it's the fact that you're documenting that all the way along. You know, it's great for you, obviously, to have to look back on. But like you said, yeah. it's uh, an inspiration to other people who you know, are aspiring actors or aspiring musicians or YouTubers, which is, you know, that's pretty much a thing nowadays, obviously. Yeah, it's the so, thing. It's, it's, really, it's really trending now. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. Can I ask, though, what were the – now, do you have any musical or uh, uh, entertainment acting type influences in your family that actually maybe pushed you that way as a, a younger man? Um, my family, um, we are in the music world. We've grew up in church all okay. our life. Um, my, my father used to play the piano. Mm-hmm. I used to play the drums. Um, uh, my baby brother, um, Carlton, he sometimes plays the piano, um, yeah. but we both were involved in like violin back in school and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, we were always familiar with music and then outside of our family, some of them are uh, SoundCloud rappers and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's good. The reason I ask is as a father myself, if, you know, it's probably confronting if your, your son comes to you and says, Dad, I'm going to follow acting or I'm going to be a musician. And, you know, like, uh, probably I, I come from a generation where it's like, well, is there something a little bit more solid you could probably look at doing first? Um, what I, was th- I want to be. I want to be the first. I want to be the first. What What was the reaction uh, from your mum and dad when you came to them and said, "Look, I want to follow this. I want to do this." They were completely supportive. My mother, she's always been like real, like faithful and loyal to me and my brothers. Always made us feel like we can be somebody special, be somebody great. And anything, you always gonna have tough roles. I don't care who it is. You always gonna have tough roles. Of course. And I was one of those guys that had tough roles. We're talking about a guy that drove across the country, um, worked in the toughest situations. And I've done so much. I almost failed, you know, uh, high school at some point, but my mom, she fought, you know, to make sure that I stay on the right path to be where I am today. So, mom's um, gotta love him. Yeah. Gotta love so him. I mom. Think yeah i think yeah she got a lot of love and you know for her to um see the progression with me with acting music this is a new thing for her too but she's excited for me that's great as i I am excited for her because she actually started a new business um and it's it's a life reimagined so if y'all want to check that out y'all can definitely check her page out so she's a life coach oh fantastic well, look, yeah. I'll get that. I'll get that link off you, and we'll whack, we'll whack that in the, the show notes. So anyone that wants to can have a look at that as well. Sure. So I, I'm, I've got to ask. You do a lot of things. What is your first love? Is it acting, or is it music, or is it YouTube? Yeah, you're the third person to ask me this this week. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, somebody asked me that. Well, when um, you have so many string uh, strings to your bow, uh, you know. Um, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something silly. Um, well, it's not silly. It's not silly. I think this is incredible. 
but acting that is my first love i've been doing this for over five years i can't let it go i didn't let go of more relationships than i did with this acting i just Mm -hmm. love it but um music people want music to be the first thing because they like I, i get dms they like my music and um it really means a lot to me because I really didn't think I was going to be a musician. I I was just doing it just because it, I was just like, all right, I just want to make a song. Just be, just have some fun and just YouTube it. Yeah. And I really loved some of my, my songs that I made. And I was just like, wow, I didn't think I had this potential. So now I have like songs that's shelved that I need to drop that I'm ready to like put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want y'all to go stream some of my music. Linktree.com slash Amari Reynolds music. Yeah, boom, get it. We'll have all that in the, the show notes for sure. And like I said, I've, I've checked out some of your stuff and uh, Dragonfly I really like actually. Uh, and, yeah, I like you know, that one. Yeah, that, it's, it's pretty chill. So I like that. And it's funny. Uh, rap's not my first genre that I, I, I love sort of thing, but yeah. I do like it. And I grew up in an era with, uh, you know, NWA and Public Enemy and all that sort of Let stuff. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Darren, what did you like about Dragonfly? Uh, I liked it. It was more chill. Like I liked it was more chill. And I liked, I liked the lyrics. Well, some of the rap that I like is like, you know, City Morgue, you know, Killer's Army, Sauce Mullo, you know, Buster Rhymes, DMX, that, uh, you know, a bit right. harder sort of rap. But I, right. I, I like that yours had a, and Dragonfly, I think, has a really nice flow. And, and that's what I liked um, about that song. Uh, you know, uh, Champion and stuff like that. There's a couple of others that I, I, I liked as well, but that was probably the one that sticks out in my mind. Um, yeah. So I played that for my boys in the car too, because they, 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 my boys, my youngest two especially, they like a lot of rappers. They're, they're that's pretty okay. much this generation. They're into that sort of stuff. And think of my song. What your sons think of my song? That they did. They liked it. They thought it was cool. And um, you know, it's 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 hard to gauge with uh, you know, thirteen and fourteen year old boys. You know, if you get any sort of acknowledgement, usually, yeah, it must be good. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they're pretty quiet or they, they their concentration span's not exactly the longest. So, <laughs> but they so, at least. Um, I, had I was actually, the- I, I was, I was still in love when I wrote that song. And you can tell, and that's what I mean. I, hey, I'm a hopeless yeah. romantic. I've been, I've been married for, uh, you know, 24 years together for 33 I, I, years. I, I shed a tear right now. So. <laughs> yeah, nah, I love it. It's an impactful song, man. That's good. I, I, I'm glad that there's a story <laughs> behind it. Exclusive on your podcast. I just said that for the first time. I shed a tear. Man. Oh, that's cool, man. That's fantastic. And then, like I said, that that that's that makes it even more impactful because there's a story behind uh, that song, and it's a song I really like. So that's great. Uh, it's really cool. I appreciate it, man. Love, man. Nah, Thanks. not a problem. Not a problem. All right, look, I have got you on. We are going to keep the format in terms of a top 10 countdown. So that okay. gives us the ability to get to know you a little bit more as well. So the topic that you have chosen today is 10 most influential albums for yes. Imari Reynolds. Yeah. All right, Lil, let me just get the 10 out here so I remember what we're doing. There we go. So why did you choose this topic, say, over you're a big Will Smith fan and there was, you know, a lot of Will Smith topics that we or top tens that we could count down or, you know, Kevin Hart or something else that you could why did you pick uh, this topic in particular? Uh for Will Smith? Uh no, for the uh for the influential albums. 
Oh, I, I picked that one in particular. Um, I thought all the questions that uh, was listed, I thought it was incredible. Um, and I thought they were a chance for you to actually think about them, too. Uh, but this one stood out the most to me because me growing up, I listened to some of these albums and those were some of the albums that kind of helped me get through certain stories in my life. Yeah. Um, it helped me understand um, great music. Other good, other music is great, but these were the ones that really stood out the most to me um, yeah. in my period of my life. And yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, that's exactly what we want because, you know, that means that you're invested in these albums. There's a story that goes along with these albums and it'll make it more interesting for everybody that way too, which is great. So in no particular order, let's have a look at your first one, number 10, which is Indigo by Chris Brown. What's the story behind this this album? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge Chris Brown fan. Um, I feel like I'm going to meet Chris Brown one day. Uh, I'm putting that out there because I said that last time about the baby and I met the baby. Uh, there you but, go, put it in the universe and it comes back to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I really do hope I meet him and we, we link up. But uh, his album is so cold. Um, I think uh, he's a creative genius, not just a dancer wise, but it's just like uh, you could tell that he really puts passion into the way he sings certain melodies in his song. Uh, he go with the beats and it's just, I feel like he's really creative and, uh, that album right there, um, it made me start going crazy on the dance floor. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. That, that's good to hear. So, uh, what year was that? Do you remember? Cause I'm not sure either. I don't know either. Was that when you were younger? Like was, in, uh, Indigo? Yeah. Was that like in your teens? Was that an early one or, uh, is that, that something? That one was, I think that one came out. I think 2019. Oh, okay. So that's a fairly recent one. Summer 2019. Okay. Forgive my ignorance. I'm not a massive Chris Brown fan or anything like that. So I I wasn't sure. But okay. So that's something that's impacted your life a little bit later on. Okay, cool. Yeah. No worries. All right. So what's your number nine? Number nine is Heartbreak on a Full Moon, another Chris Brown album. Another Chris Brown album. Come on, Breezy. Pull through, (laughs) man. Second album. Let's go. Yeah, I like that one, too. Uh, Some of my favorite songs on there is like Hope Hope You Do, Um, uh, Summer Breeze. You got... You got so many songs. I, yeah, I just can't, I can't it's hard to choose. So many songs. Yeah, it's hard to choose sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Every song you want to dance to, I know that for sure. Is is that maybe his? Com- which which would out of those two, which would you say is a more complete album? Which one I would say was a more complete album with Chris Brown? Yeah, out of those two, so Indigo and Heartbreak. That's a good question. I feel like a lot of he does. I feel like he does a lot of his work. He he really does a lot of his work. Um, but I'm gonna probably say. Heartbreak on the full moon. Yeah. There was a lot of tracks on that one. Okay. Right, cool. Cool. You guys, the Indigo was a good one, but I feel like he really put heart and soul into the Heartbreak on the full moon. All right. Look, let's, let's break it up a little bit. Go for your next album, number seven. Now, this, uh, this is Dreams and Nightmare, uh, Meek Mill of I don't really know a lot about this one. You're going to carry, you're going to do all the heavy lifting on this one because I know nothing my, about it. All my friends back in um, Detroit used to laugh at me all the time because I used to, this, I'm going to tell you how crazy of a fan I was of Meek Mill. My stupid tail used to be wearing like fake, 
Dream Chaser chains and the the little Dream Chaser sweater because I just thought I was a, a Meek Mill, you know, whatever. But he makes a really good album. Um, when I heard Dreams of Nightmare, I was just like, wow, you know, I just I was always rapping his songs every time when I was in a hookah bar or in the grocery store, wherever, whenever he was playing. I was always rapping uh, any of his songs, man. But that Dreams and Nightmares, I remember listening to it when I was working at a factory. And um, I had it on repeat. And I just, I can hear the story and pain behind, you know, what he was saying. And um, when you, when you're growing from the trenches or you're growing from the, the ghetto or the hood, yeah, um, you kind of can, can relate to what he's, what he's saying, you know. So. Is he, he's a Detroit rapper? Uh, no, he's from Philadelphia. Oh, oh some Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, I, I actually had a, a guest on from Philadelphia uh, in my first season. Uh, fantastic guy, Jonathan Rosario, and they're, they're actually doing a right. – he's part of a Block Gives Back uh, initiative there trying to clean up Philly. And, right. um, you know, there's a lot of character to Philly and a lot of history mm-hmm. there. And, you know, I know there's some, some really good rappers come out of there as well. So, uh, yeah. um, no, I, me, like, I had heard of him before, but I, I, I must admit, I had heard none of his music. So when yeah, I he saw global. It, he global. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Uh, number seven. Number seven is, funnily enough, another Chris Brown album, uh, Royalty. Everything I said about the the last albums is pretty much what I feel about this. All right, fair enough. Okay, again, uh, is this something? Was this an earlier album or a later album? Um, Uh, Yeah, Royalty was an earlier album. Okay, now that was my the reason why I like Royalty albums because that was my um, that was my I'm about to go out to the bar and talk to some girls days. Uh, Okay, get numbers. I'm about (laughs) to tell everybody I can dance like Chris Brown. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, lots of memories. Yeah, that's the thing. Music brings back uh memories of different times in your life. And and that's why I ask about where these albums sit with you. Uh because there's you know, there's times where you're out at you know, as a young man out of bars just uh, looking and get like you said, getting numbers and things like that. And then there's times when you're you're younger and you know, yeah. it brings back other memories of maybe when you're with friends. And things like that. So, uh, I love that about music. And, and that's why I was really, you know, happy to hear, hear that you're going to do a, uh, an, an album, uh, countdown because as a musician yourself, I thought, you know, this is going to be really, really good because he probably has an ear and it'll bring back a lot of memories for, uh, I definitely, you know, I definitely so. got an ear. I'm definitely, I've been listening. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. All right. So that's your 10 to seven. That's the first four. So let's take a break. As a new podcaster, one of the annoying things I have found about trying to collect the reviews you get for your show is that Apple, for example, only show you the reviews you get in the iTunes store of the country that the review is made in. So if someone reviews my show in Canada, I won't even know they've reviewed unless they tell me. And I won't be able to see the review unless I log into that country's iTunes page. And honestly, that sounds like a lot of hard work. However, I recently signed up for a service that aggregates all of your ratings and reviews from a number of sources and displays them for you all in one place. Not only that, but they also offer a link for your podcast that automatically displays only the rating and review platforms compatible with your listener's device. So people don't have to wonder or search for how and where they can rate and review your show. Go check out mypodcastreviews.com. And I'd be grateful if you could please use my affiliate link when you join to let them know who sent you. It's in the show notes. 
And if you want to rate and review my show, you can go to lovethepodcast.com slash pod. Now back to the countdown. Okay, and we're back. So, Amari, I did want to ask you some questions uh, about your acting career in particular. Um, what type of role? So you've you've played a lot of different characters and in a lot of different roles. And I, like I said, you've got thirty plus acting credits. What are the type of roles that you're attracted to? Um, honestly, in the beginning, I was just I went for any role that was just offered to me. Of course, honestly. yeah. I I just I wanted to experience being on set with different actors. I wanted to experience, uh, you know channeling my skills um being just having that actor experience so i, I just yep. i went for any role that was given uh and there's been times where i auditioned for a certain thing and i wasn't right for the part and it uh they offered me something a little bit smaller and i was just as excited about that because it is different when you when you doing what you love you know oh, of course yeah definitely um in that though considering You've played a lot of different roles. What's been your, I guess, your favorite role that you've had so far? Maybe not one of the ones where you've had uh, as much time on screen as uh, you've had with other roles and things like that. It's just something that's been, you know, uh, really, you've been really into the character or you, you really like the role or the dialogue. Um, There's a lot of projects I've done, <laughs> but I might honestly say one of my favorite ones that I've done to this day uh and people probably look at it like a shocker, but peace be still. Um, being a series regular for season one, I should have did season two, season three. Uh, but it's cool. But I love that character. I loved that character. Okay. Uh, just I, I, it didn't. It a lot of times I, I spend hours and hours, eight hours, ten hours, sometimes the whole day, um, locking in on the character trying to figure out what's the intentions behind it and and who is he and why is he doing the things he's doing um yeah so that one um that one stood out the most uh because it was just the director carlton clay uh he put a sex scene in there i never done a sex scene before <laughs> okay. so i had to get naked and stuff <laughs> like that so that was one element of um you know, knowing where my skills can go. Um, and then, um, beautiful thing about it is like throughout these scenes, everybody's making different choices and, you know, it, it, you can feel so much creative control on set. So it just, it kind of hit different for me with that uh, character because it was just, I felt like Jeremiah was an easy character I can work with. Okay. Nice. Um, you talked about the, the director on that show. Is directing something that you'd be interested in doing in the future or you'd, you'd like to do? Carl Sinclair? Yes, but but in of terms course. of, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd like to of do course. it yourself? Uh, he, he, he's offered me for a few projects um, in a previous past, but I was dealing with some uh, some real tough situations uh, around that time, so I wasn't able to accept any, any roles at that time, but... Um, if the time comes, yeah, I would love to work with Carlton again. He's a really great, great director, man. And his his vision for everything, it just amazes me sometimes. Um, and I feel like he he's really underrated. Where yeah, he he's based in Augusta, Georgia. Okay, but is directing yeah. something you'd like to do in the future? Yeah, of course. Okay, I mean, come on, now. directed by that sounds beautiful. 
It right? sounds if pretty I good. Want, like <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Cut. Good. Cut. <laughs> yeah, no, the power wouldn't get your head. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about when it comes to movies and video and things like that is your YouTube channel. Um, that's probably one of the first things I saw when I started looking at your stuff. And, uh, I've really enjoyed the, a day in the life of Amari Reynolds, uh, you know, cause we get a back scene sort of look at the, the industry, which is, which is great. And we, you know, we see a lot of your personality in those videos. Uh, that vlogging that you do, uh, how enjoyable for you is that? It's, uh, it doesn't look like it's a chore. It looks like you really enjoy it. And, and what influence has that had maybe on the rest of your acting career? Um, I feel like, uh, what do you, what do you mean? So, has the YouTube channel opened up any avenues for you in the industry? So, people have seen that and gone, hey, that's a good-looking guy. Have it, have it opened up uh, opened, uh, the doors? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has, actually. It has. Yeah, um, cool. It has, actually. Uh, I feel like uh, I've always had the same people thought I was, you know, kind of talking wacky when I say this, especially when I'm talking amongst other actors. But I always felt like the more videos I put out there, the more content is hard for people to ignore me, you mm-hmm. know, they mm-hmm. see, they see something and they keep seeing and seeing. And at the same time, I want to build a fan base. And I felt like, you know, with me, you know, showing other people, you know, my content, they show other directors. And I didn't have a few people that came to me say, Hey, I've seen some of your YouTube videos. Uh, let's have a conversation sometime and let's get you in one of my projects. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that a few times. So, uh, I think it's just grateful, you know, that I'm seeing different avenues of people reaching out to me in, in future opportunities, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Would Would you suggest, for example, that uh, an up-and-coming actor, a young uh, a man or woman, that they would also do the same sort of thing just to help with their brand awareness, you know, start a YouTube channel? And- you said, do I suggest that? Yeah. Would you suggest them starting a YouTube channel as well as, you know, going I to all the casting? Suggest- and- I would suggest it. Um, there's actually a few YouTubers that I watched because I didn't just magically start YouTube, but I was watching a few YouTubers, um, popular YouTubers, and they obviously were doing like um, film, music, just you name it. And I could see where all the, the avenues are kicking in with with. with um, endorsements and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I actually saw like YouTubers doing stuff, and I was just like, "Wow, you know." Um, I was inspired. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know. I didn't know what a YouTuber really was. Honestly, I just know you go on YouTube, watch videos. But I seen people really blogging, and I was like, I could do that too. But I didn't think it was gonna be that hard it's really it's really hard honestly because it's like for me i was always an introvert it's funny i'm an actor but i'm an introvert um so i wasn't used to just having a camera in my face and everybody's just looking at me and they're like what is he, what is he doing what is he what is he recording why is he recording us you know and um over time i just started liking it uh, i was you know kind of doing it with my mom a little bit in the beginning it was yeah. like all right cool but then I, I knew that, you know, uh, people were saying that we like your videos, Amari, but we want to see you do other things too, like go out and do something. So it was a little scary because it's like I didn't want to be judged, but 
but I also thought about with the, uh, especially with the pandemic and stuff that's going on. Um, thank God that we're not dealing with it as bad, but, um, it was just like, that really hit me, man. I was just like, one day we all gonna have to leave this earth one day. And it's like, what legacy do I want to leave behind? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to just like, you know, just leave and then that's it. I want to leave a story behind where people can watch it for years. Mm -hmm. You know, watch my life. Yeah, you're you're living. You know, a lot of people just get you know get into a humdrum sort of role every day, and you know it's they're existing, but they're not living. And you're obviously you know you're a busy man. You're living your life yeah. as as large as you can. So which is which is great. And you know that yeah. that get up and go. Not everybody's got that in them. So uh, you know, and to keep going. You know, a lot of people start stuff. And a lot of yeah, people start you. podcasts, <laughs> for example. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It is not easy, but you know, I, I I thank God every day for getting me to where I'm at. Man. Yeah, no, it's been good on the grind. That's great. All right, mate. Let's get back to your countdown. Uh, <laughs> let's get into number six. So I've got here activated by T Grizzly. <laughs> what does that mean to you? That album. <laughs> I feel like T Grizzly, like his lyrics, like you always like you know you 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 always know a rapper is really good when they can really cut through like metaphors and cut through certain like lines to make you just kind of think like, oh okay, all right, that's cool. It's he's very catchy and I feel like he's storytelling. Like and him being from Detroit, he really from the trenches. I feel like um, it's kind of relatable to me, too, uh, since I grew up in Detroit, too. Uh, obviously, I moved to a suburban area later on, but I still have my experiences from Detroit. So yeah. uh, me listening to his album and knowing, you know, and obviously he seemed like a real cool dude. You know, he actually uh, do streams and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay. that's another example right there. Like, you know, he's a worldwide superstar. But he's doing streams to let people get to know him a little better, and he gain more fans from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, perfect. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think everybody, if you have a brand or you have a business, you should you should probably at least try to vlog yourself and, yeah. and show personality. It might go a long way. And that's why I love the stuff that you do because yeah. we really get to see who Amari is, you know, with your vlogging and stuff like that, which is great. Yes. And uh, you know, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. Uh, I think it was what was. Um, uh, something finesse. I can't remember exactly what it was, but LA finesse, oh. LA finesse, or something like that. It was a, a young lady that was interviewing you on a podcast. It was a really good podcast. Oh, you said oh, uh, um, you talking about Hollywood finesse? Hollywood finesse. That's it. Yeah. So I listened to that that show and I thought, Felicia. yeah, yeah. So that was a yeah. you know that was really good. That gave me a little bit of an insight into who you were as well. And uh, so I, I didn't want to double up on questions that she's asked you. So I, try, I tried to go a little bit different in some of the things so we could bring out a little bit more of a, who Amari oh, so is. And either that, way it goes, no, no matter how different these questions get, they always wind up ringing back to the of same course, man. Of course. And that's why hopefully the countdown at least gives us an idea as to you know some of the things you like. And we'll get to another section in a minute uh, after we do uh, your countdown as well that'll give us a, another bit of an insight into Amari, but I'll, I haven't told you about that one, but it's, it's, it's don't be worried. <laughs> it's uh, all good. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So after Activated, we have Scorpion by Drake. 
So what's, what's the story behind this album? Scorpion, I was, I was, I was, um, I was dealing with a little situation around that time. Um, so that, that album actually came out and me and, um, this girl was listening to the album and, um, even though I was supposed to spend my time with her, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this album fire. You know, this album nice. <laughs> um, so I was listening to Drake, and once again, Drake never seems to fail me um, with the way he, you know, uh, project, you know, what he has to say. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think Scorpion was a, a nice, another masterpiece to add to his collection. So. No, fantastic. Very good. All right. So number four, we've got down here as it's another Drake album, Views. Yeah, Views. Views was a, a really, really nice, nice album. That was something that I really listened to um, in Michigan. Michigan, that was my, I want to say that's my transition stage because I was, I didn't know what I wanted to be. And then I ended up going to the entertainment side, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that Drake was kind of that filler for me because it was just like when I was listening to Drake, um, once again, storytelling yeah. as always. Yeah. And, um, he, he kind of helped me get through some, some situations too, you know, anything so, off that album in particular? One of my favorite songs. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Anything off, off that album in particular that's, you know, like a favorite song or anything like that that really had an impact? I was about to say, yeah, one of my favorite songs. I, I, I listen to this on repeat because I really think the beat is nice. I think the lyrics is really catchy. And I, and I think once again, Drake is just a, he's a goat, but Western Road flows. Okay. I can't, can't say I've listened to that. But uh, fantastic. Okay, very good. All right, so that's that's down from six to four. We've only got your top three to go. But before we do that, we're going to take another break. Okay, we're back, and we have what I call the VIP round. So I used to call it the very intense pressure round, but there's nothing too intense and there's no pressure with it whatsoever so it's just some quick fire questions first thing that comes to your head i'll give you a couple of options and things like that it's just uh you know and some of them will be odd some will be related to the things you like and some of the things you'll go why do you ask me that question for so but it's it's just a it's a quick round of uh questions and answers so, so you just so you you're saying you're gonna ask me some questions and then i'm gonna just have to quickly respond yes okay so Let's start the VIP round. Usually I put 60 seconds on the clock, but you know what? If it takes more than 60 seconds or less, we don't really care anyway. We'll just get through some questions. So, <laughs> All right. So, Amari, you can only work with one of these two actors, Will Smith or Kevin Hart? Will Smith. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite clothing brand? Gucci. Uh, Dragon Ball Z or One Piece? Dragon Ball Z. Uh, favorite junk food? Twinkie. <laughs> Drake or Kanye? Oh, shit. Uh, Drake. <laughs> beer or spirits? A beer. Beer. Okay. Anything in particular? No. No. All right. Cool. Favorite holiday destination? Uh, South Carolina. Nice. Okay. Night Owl or Early Riser? Budweiser. No. Night Owl or Early Riser? 
So do you get up early or you stay up late? Let's uh, go number one. All right, no worries. Uh, NBA or NFL? NBA. Uh, Lambo, Porsche, or Ferrari? Ferrari. Favorite watch brand? Favorite which which brand? My uh, favorite wristwatch brand. Wristwatch Rolex. Ah, nice Rolex. Crypto, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right, so that's it. That's the round. So it's uh, like I said, there's there's not really intense and there's not a lot I of pressure you to give it. me some spicy. No, I didn't want to go too crazy because whenever you you know I'm giving you questions. You see, that- I was like this. <laughs> yeah, you uh, there was you were there, there was some pressure maybe at your end I guess you were a pretty intense uh, <laughs> look on your face so but you know what I'm never gonna ambush anybody on the show it's gonna be pretty I always gotta be prepared because I feel like it's gonna be that one person that's gonna try me <laughs> no but look it's whenever I'm gonna give you questions uh, on the shows that I haven't given you before sort of thing then that goes for any of my guests and nothing gonna be too controversial I'm not gonna ask no, you that's to pick, cool. I'm having fun already, so. That's good. All right. Well, we we got to know a few things about you. You know, uh, I don't know, you know, Twinkie? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, I love Twinkies, man. I love Twinkies. But I have to stop eating Twinkies for a little bit because – you know, when your ribs start hurting, then I mean, you eating too much Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know the feeling. Twinkie said no. Nope. Yep. I'm a big chocolate fan, fan, and uh, I eat way too much chocolate. So, <laughs> so. Nothing's wrong with chocolate, bro. I love <laughs> chocolate too, bro. I look, honestly, what really got me involved in with Twinkies was that um, Zombie Land. Uh, I gotta get my Twinkie. Yeah, that's it. The whole movie is just searching for a Twinkie. That's it. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, well, that's the first thing I think of now. When I think of Twinkies, that's what I think of. Zombie Land. Yeah, so. that's what I think of. Here we come. <laughs> no, I got funny. my Twinkie. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get back into the the last three, the top three. Or, well, as I said, well, this is no in, in, in no particular okay. order. So we'll do the last three of your top ten. So uh, coming in at number three is Nothing Was The Same. Drake, what's this album mean to you? All right, that was my um, that was my young adult days. I'm sorry, that was my so, young adult days. Um, I think I was fresh out of high school when this album came out. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with what year, but I do remember listening to a lot of the tracks, and they were mostly emotional. And um, it was a few girls I used to talk to back then that I was um that had me simping. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and that that was a filler for me. Drake pulled through once again for the emotional distress. Yeah. Well, it's those teenage angsty years, I guess. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good album, I ain't gonna lie. I I don't think I have a, a favorite on there because every song on there was pretty good from beginning yeah. to end. Yeah, banger. No worries. Okay, so number two. We're looking at, uh, oh, very apropos, Detroit 2 by Big Sean. Now, Big Sean's someone I'm, I don't have a lot of experience with, so, again, you're going to have to give me the background on this album. I'm going to have to be Big honest Sean. about this album. Um, this album is a little bit, uh, this this is new for a Big Sean album. Uh, everybody from Detroit knows I'm a Big Sean fan. Um, I love Big Sean's music. I think he's an incredible artist. I feel like Detroit 2. I'm going to tell you why this is an influential, an influential album to me right now is because I was going through a period, uh, a tough period in my past, um, where, you know, I drove across the country for a woman I loved and things didn't work out. 
weeks later, um, she left somebody else. And I was, this is during a pandemic too. Uh, I was still dealing because everybody kind of dealt with the pandemic a little differently. Um, brought some depression to a lot of people, including myself. And um, I was working a job that I wasn't happy about. Um, I, I felt like a slave to the job. And whenever you feel like a slave to a job, then it's, not, it's never okay, you know. But uh, when this album came out, it kind of brought my spirit up, you know, because we was able to listen to music at work. And uh, this brought my spirit up, uh, just listening to some of the songs that, you know, he was the lyrics. Um, and then you can you can hear a story behind what he had to say. And it just brought me back to my roots of, you know, where I came from. I, I, I grew up in Detroit. You know, and I always dreamed of being the guy that's going to tell the story and 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 inspire other people who who always dreamed of doing stuff like this. And the difference between uh, others and myself is um, I, I want to, you know, vlog and show what I, I can do and, and show what I've been through to get to where I am. You know, what I mean, so uh, Detroit too definitely. Uh, play a, a fact in why I, I start gaining more confidence and getting back into the entertainment world and it yeah and it and it, it, it caused for me to come back to los angeles so yeah okay oh well that's obviously it's a, an album that had a, a big impact on you so uh, that's great that's a, that's exactly what we we want from the list and yeah i'm gonna have to go and check out big sean after this because there's a, a lot of albums on here from him and i'm not a, i've heard of him obviously uh you know uh, but it's not someone i've listened to a lot so yeah definitely i'm gonna go give that i'll, I'll try one of them like spiritual type rappers okay yeah, well, it's yeah. probably someone I'm probably going to like then. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's yeah, I liked your Dragonfly song because of the flow, and it was uh, it was a little less probably aggressive than some of the other the other ones. And uh, yeah. it's it's a real it's it's funny actually because I, I do like you know Buster Rhymes and TMX and Killers Army and those guys from City Morgue. But there's days where I don't want to listen to that, and I want to listen to something a bit more, yeah. you know, uh, a little bit more chill. And so I'll, I'll go check out Detroit too. Actually, that's probably a good album to start with i dare say yeah it's so. pretty cool all right cool all right number one um and funnily enough another big sean album hall of fame <laughs> yeah big sean hall of fame that i didn't know who big sean was when um hall of fame was going on i, I started learning about him when uh, my friends was bumping him in the car and i remember uh because hall of fame was his first album uh, he was throwing a party somewhere in Michigan, um, and everybody was just talking about him. And that's all I was hearing. I even see, uh, heard about him having like a meet and greet and a Best Buy and stuff like that. So I wanted to know who Big Sean was. And when I listened to his music, I listened to Fire. I listened to First Chain and um, Sierra Leone. When I heard those three songs by itself, I was just like, Big Sean is really good. Like, I, I heard Guap and I heard Mercy and stuff like that, but I still wasn't familiar with Big Sean. I just, I just knew Kanye and yeah, that yeah. was it. But, <laughs> but when I heard like, like his album, I was just like, he's really good, man. He's, he's really good. I'll start like playing his stuff like every day. Yeah. And, uh, 
I knew I knew at that moment too, you know, just looking at him, I said, I feel like one day I I'll make it successful too. But it wasn't with music because I didn't think I was a musician. I was just like just an actor. But yeah. I was like, I'm gonna put on for my city too, just like how he's doing too. And to this day, I still listen to Big Shine. I listen to a lot of his albums, and I listen to Drake. I listen to Mill, T Grizzly, Chris Brown, and many more. You know, there's many more new artists I listen to too. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. All right, that's that's cool. That's so that's your top ten. And uh, look, I have to apologize for making you choose between Drake and Kanye before too. I know that's a hard one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you. you got me slipping on that one. Oh, <laughs> you got me slipping on that one because Kanye is he's so influential. Yeah. I don't know why they put him on. If you gave me more uh, like room for like top fifteen, top twenty, yeah. yeah. I would have definitely had to drop some Jay Z and Kanye. I'm tripping yeah. right now, Lil Wayne. I'm yeah. tripping right now. <laughs> Maybe hey. for a future episode, you never know. <laughs> then it's, it's just like it's, it's like too late because it's like, dang, you just started up. But <laughs> top ten, that's a that's a difficult thing. So yeah. I think this is a really good question because I didn't think about that. I'm like, I forgot Lil Wayne. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Other people, man. Yeah. But look, these guys obviously had a really big influence on you. So that that's cool. They're always going to be some of your yeah. uh, favorite albums anyway and favorite artists. So that's – look, there's a lot that people could put into a top 10 and it's a hard choice. Yeah. And I, I see it each week with the guys that, you know, the people have on the show and they always remember, oh, what about this guy? Oh, I forgot about this guy and I forgot about that. Oh, you know, this movie, I forgot about that that song or that album. And right. so it, it is what it is, but – it's fine. It's uh, we all do it. So, okay. So look, I'll just run back over your your ten. So your ten are Indigo by Chris Brown, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, Chris Brown, uh, Dreams and Nightmares, Meek Mill, Royalty by Chris Brown, Activated T Grizzly, Scorpion by Drake, Views by Drake, Nothing Was the Same by Drake, Detroit Two Big Sean and Hall of Fame Big Sean. So a strong ten either way, even. Without the other guys in it, a strong ten, obviously. So that's pretty cool. No worries. Look, so I just want to ask you a couple final questions, and then we'll uh, we'll let you tell everybody about all the fantastic things that you're doing. So one of the, one of the questions I have is what's what's coming up for you next? What's the the next big role or the next big uh, song? Or you did mention off of. Uh, the podcast there may even be an album in the mix so in the midst so what's what's the next big thing for you at the moment the next big thing for me right now is uh keep creating content and uh, that's what i've been doing i've been actually uh working with somebody uh i've been writing some projects um i'm actually like me and you you just we just touched on it actually earlier uh, about me wanting to be a director i've been writing my own scripts trying to uh get everything together because i want to start putting even better content out there um even if you you ever seen key and pill oh yeah for sure yeah yeah some i want something like something like that a little bit like different scenes yeah and different different characters and different i, I want i want that so that way i, I want to show people and if people are not familiar you can follow me on the amari uh underscore twice uh movies I have a lot of my scenes on that Instagram page, um, but I want to expand it on that page where I'm, I'm performing different characters and doing different scenes like that. So, okay. but outside of that, 
Um, I am working on a couple projects in the future. I can't talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just know that when the time comes to talk about it, I will talk about that. Uh, so right now, everything is in the works right now. So Okay. And lastly, mm-hmm. uh, what would be your advice to anyone looking to follow a career in acting or music or YouTube? Uh, what would be something you, you know is probably pivotal? Pivotal. Pivotal to um, success, as far as you see it. I'm gonna be real authentic. I'm gonna be real authentic because everybody like just follow your heart, follow your dreams. They gonna laugh. They gonna look at you different. They gonna look at you funny when you start having these dreams and ideas. Don't be ashamed because that's a part of the process. That's because you're trying to level up and you're trying to do something great with yourself. You don't owe anybody anything. You owe yourself success if that's what you want. And um, that's what I did to get to where I am. And I'm still a work in progress. And I feel like I'm leveling up every day. And if you see that, um, if you see anybody else that you inspired by, look look at them as an example. That, that's fantastic. Keep going. Yeah, that, that's great advice. And uh, I think a lot of people would, uh, well do to hear uh, to heed your words so um yeah that's that's great uh, you know you've yeah you've... i hear that a lot just follow your dreams but it's like yeah. sometimes people forget like i love the i love the little form that i see on the internet the the iceberg where it's just like you see like 10 percent on mm-hmm. the, the tip of the water yeah but 90 percent at it's the underneath. bottom yeah. they don't know half of the stuff a person go through to get to, to the what top. you see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been through, like, a lot of people, you know, congratulate me and I love them for, you know, uh, congratulate me or, you know, acknowledging something I've done. But it's just like, a lot of people really don't know struggles I've really been through to get to where I am. Mm. Like, sacrifices, uh, let goes of relationships, people fading out of my life, friendships broken. Like, they don't know just for this. Yeah. Yeah. My my dream. Mm-hmm. And you've stayed true and to yourself. Right. So, and that's hard to I do sometimes. Nothing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, Amari, I just want to say thank you very, very much for coming on today. It has been an absolute pleasure. I'll give you a chance now to the, let everybody know where they can actually find all your work. So plug away on all your socials and all your contact uh, links, and uh, I'll put all those in the show notes as well. So if you want to find Amari, you can actually find uh, him in the show notes, all his contacts as well. But Amari, over to you. Let us know where we can find you. Okay, so guys, you can follow me on social media, linktree.com slash Amari Reynolds. And for my music, you can follow me at linktree.com slash Amari Reynolds Music. And I'll also have merch. Uh, we got sweaters, T-shirts, hats, uh, anything on there. Um, you can go on teespring.com slash store slash Amari Reynolds. And uh, I got more stuff on the way. So you guys follow. All right. So that's it. So everybody, please go check out Amari. Uh, I've become a fan and I'll be definitely watching his YouTube channel for uh, finding out what else is happening in a day in the life of Amari. So again, thank you so much for doing this. You have been a fantastic first uh, bonus guest and it's a different sort of a format or a different sort of idea for me outside of what I normally do with the podcasters and stuff and uh, I've actually really enjoyed it and uh, I hope you have too and Uh, I think we're going to see great things from you in the future, so I look forward to watching your progress.
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy. No worries, mate. It's a, it's a pleasure. All right. Thank you. All right, you too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, that's it for another week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, my chat with Amari. He's a very personable and very accommodating young man, uh, very talented, and I'm, I'm interested and eager to see what's next for him in his career. So thank you again for taking some time out of your day to give me a listen. And next week, we'll be back to a review and recommend show. So don't forget to subscribe so that you can listen in. You don't miss any of those. Uh, I had a fantastic response to my Bright Sessions uh, review last week. And I had a lot of people telling me that they had started the show and they're now binging it, which is pretty much the reaction I get from a lot of people when I recommend that show. So it was very gratifying on my part to, to hear that. So thank you again. Um, That's about it. Thank you for listening, and as usual, I'll chat at you again next week.